Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through the six principles that I leveraged to get promoted three times in the five years that I was at Microsoft. So just to give you a recap on my path there, in 2015, I started as a partner manager. And then over the next five years, I was promoted three times in different ways. So the first was a traditional promotion, as you know it, going from one role to a more senior job title, where you take on more responsibility, make more money and all that good stuff. But at companies like Microsoft, they also have an internal leveling system, and you can be promoted up through the leveling system without necessarily taking on an additional role. And each of those promotions comes with increased responsibility, increased expectations as an employee and increased compensation as well. So in the five years that I was at Microsoft, I got two level bump increases. And then I also transitioned from a partner manager role to a director of partner development role. And I used six specific principles to make those happen. And I wanted to share them in this episode so that you can replicate that same strategy, that same framework, and hopefully replicate those results for yourself. So let's get started. The first principle is to get clear on where you're going. So I spent my first six months at Microsoft figuring out exactly where I wanted to go. I was dialing into the specific job title and the specific team that I wanted to work towards. And the reason for that is because if I knew exactly where I wanted to go, I could quadruple down on my goal. And everything that I did, the relationships that I built, the projects that I took on, everything that I did would be with that goal in mind. So you've probably heard of compound interest in the finance space, right? And it's the eighth wonder of the world. But compound interest and compounding applies to careers as well and so many other aspects of life. When we start to focus all of our efforts and energy on one single goal, they tend to compound on themselves and that helps us reach that goal faster. So that's the very first thing that you should be doing is getting clear on the specific role and team that you want to get to with this promotion. The second principle is to be vocal about those goals. So once I knew where I wanted to go, I told everybody about my plan. I would say, I want to be a director of partner development on the channel partner team. And I wove this into every single one-on-one that I had with my manager. I included it in every single performance review that I had. I brought it up with skip level managers and I wove it into conversations with all of my colleagues. And the reason that I did this is because people can't help you if they don't know your goals. There were actually other people on the team who didn't end up getting certain and promotions because they weren't vocal enough. Like our manager would literally say, I didn't even know that they were interested in this role when they might've been telling us, but they didn't speak it into existence with their manager or their skip level manager or the people who are actually making the decisions when it came time to promotions and raises and all of these things. So you need to be vocal about your goals because if you're not vocal, if you're not selling yourself, if you're not putting it out there, other people aren't going to be able to know. The third principle is to build up your social capital. So I identified all of the people who could impact my ability to get this promotion. And then what I did was I worked to meet with them and build a relationship with them. So I'd ask them about their challenges and their goals. And then I'd work to help them solve their problems or I'd work to support their initiatives internally. And the reason that I did this is because when you show up for others, they'll show up for you. And typically promotions take a little bit of time, right? You're not gonna get promoted every six months. That would be awesome, but it's likely not gonna happen. So in the time in between 
promotions, you can give all this value to other people and build up the relationships without making an ask. And what you're going to do there is you're going to build up this social capital so that when this promotion comes around, when this role opens up, you can cash in on all of those deposits that you made and get recommendations or plus ones or people to vouch for you when it comes to the hiring for that role. The fourth principle here is to create a specific plan with management. So every quarter, I'd sit down with my manager and I'd ask the same three questions. First, I'd ask what skill gaps I need to fill to get that promotion. Second, I'd ask what results she'd need to see as evidence for me filling those skill gaps and being ready to take on this role. And then third, I would ask what projects I could join in on or start to get these results. And then I'd go act on them. And by having this conversation, two things were happening. First, I was getting tangible benchmarks. So when my manager would say, well, we need to see this type of experience and here are the results we need to see as evidence. If I could go deliver on that, I could come back to her and say, look, you said that I needed to do X and achieve Y in order to be eligible for this promotion. And now I've done that. So can we have the conversation about the promotion? And it's much harder for people to push back. It's much harder for people to kind of drag their feet when they set specific goals and you go out and achieve them. And then on top of that, I actually essentially just created a roadmap for all the things I needed to do to achieve those goals. So by asking about the projects I could join in on, I would see if there were any that were actively you know, happening that I could jump in on or get involved with and help to get the results and experience that I needed. And if there weren't, I could brainstorm with my manager about projects we could start to help get those results. So this was definitely one of the most impactful things that I did in order to set me up for these promotions. The fifth principle is to over-deliver on value and results. So this one is probably the most obvious, but asking for a raise is a heck of a lot easier when you generate 10 to 100x plus what you're asking for, right? You can really, really easily make that business case. So I made sure that I consistently came in 20% over quota. I consistently made sure that I helped my teammates level up. I consistently made sure that I helped my colleagues on other teams solve problems and that I supported their initiatives so that when it came time to create a business case for why I deserve this promotion, why I deserve this raise, all of the evidence was there both from the result standpoint, but also from the social standpoint. I had a bunch of people chiming in and saying, hey, Austin really helped me do X or Austin was a leader in this capacity or Austin helped solve this problem for us. And that was really, really valuable. And so when I combined both of those things, the business case was really easy to make and very obvious for management. And then the sixth principle I leveraged was to simply ask for the promotion. So when the job becomes available, you want to let everyone know two things. First, you want to let them know that you want it. And second, you want to tell them how they can help you. So that could be by putting in a good word, or that could be by sending an email to the hiring manager mentioning mentioning X specific thing that you did with them, right? People typically want to help, but sometimes they don't always know the best way to do it, or they do the thing that isn't as helpful as what you had in mind. So by giving them that clear path to action, it makes sure that they're engaging and you know essentially repaying the favor of the social capital that you've built up with them, the things that you did with them in the way that's gonna be most helpful for you. And frankly, too many people simply don't get promos because they don't ask for them or they ask at the wrong time. There's usually a process for promotion and at larger companies, there's typically a time, a window where those promotions happen. And if you wait until that window shows up, you're probably a little too late because there's a whole process that goes on behind the scenes where people are nominated for promotions and then there's you know some decisions around who gets them. There are only so many slots. There's only, only so much budget. So you need to get ahead of the curve. You need to understand what that promotion cycle looks like at your company. And then you need to work with your manager to make sure that you're in early rather than quote on time or even late. 
So those are the six principles that I personally leverage to help me land three promos at Microsoft in those five years. And I think that you don't even need all six of these to see success for yourself. The biggest one that I would focus on if you don't do anything else is to create that plan with your manager, come up with those specific goals and benchmarks, and then finalize projects that you can get involved with or that you can start on your own in order to get those specific results. And then the other one would be just over delivering on value and results. If you only do those two things, I promise you're going to see a big boost in your chances of landing the promotions that you want and getting the compensation that you deserve. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 